please be aware. The content discussed in this episode is for general information purposes only and is without warranty. This is not investment advice. You decide for yourself what to do with your money. What is behind the term liquidity? Hello, my name is Rado and today we want to take a look at the term liquidity in our Crypto Basic series. What this term has to do with the blockchain space and why this might be interesting for you, you'll find out in this podcast episode. Liquidity is a term that comes up a lot in the financial world. However, it is not tied to the blockchain or crypto sector. Liquidity is a term for liquid assets, which in turn stands for means of payment such as cash or bank balances. If you have liquidity, you have means of payment and are able to pay. Liquidity is also a very common term in the crypto context. In most cases, the topic is liquidity providing. Decentralized crypto exchanges, for example, are dependent on provided capital. Why? Because vast amounts of cryptocurrencies are needed to provide a stable trading venue. But we have already uploaded a podcast episode on this topic. Feel free to listen in there as well. So now back to the provision of liquidity. We know decentralized exchanges and possibly other dApps need capital in the form of cryptocurrencies to work with. And this is where liquidity providing comes in. Because holders of cryptocurrencies thus have the opportunity to provide their cryptocurrencies to exactly those who need the cryptocurrencies to work. In return, of course, there are juicy returns. These returns then depend on various factors such as availability, demand, lending period, risk and other factors. The simplest model is that you get paid a percentage of the capital you provide. However, especially when providing to decentralized exchanges, the whole thing works a bit differently. I would like to explain this in more detail using the decentralized Maya exchange of the Elrond network as a use case. The Maya exchange is intended to enable users in the Elrond network to exchange cryptocurrencies at low cost. As an example, let's take an eGold and Max pool. eGold and Max are cryptocurrencies in the Elrond network, just for your background. Through this pool, I as a user can exchange eGold to Max or the other way around. For this to work smoothly, quickly and cheaply, a lot of liquidity is required. And this is where liquidity providing comes into play. Users can now provide their eGold and Max and feed the pool with it. Providing liquidity is often done in a one-to-one -one ratio, for example eGold and Max at a value of 500 US dollar each. The provided cryptocurrencies are then locked for a certain time, for example one month or one year. The pool then works with the cryptocurrencies received and allows other users to exchange eGold and Max on the exchange. Each exchange is an executed transaction and generates transaction fees. These incurred transaction fees then flow back to the liquidity providers in reverse. That is, those who supplied the pool with eGold and Max. Normally, this means that the more transactions that take place via the pool, the more return the capital providers ultimately receive. Now let's rewind once again. Everywhere in the market there are areas where capital is needed to make the market work. The solution to this is the provision of capital by users who own capital and want to earn more money with it. These users provide their capital for a period of time and receive profits in return. 
These returns can fluctuate as they may depend on factors such as the number of transactions on an exchange. If you liked this episode, feel free to listen again next time. In our basic series, we explain the most important terms about blockchain, crypto and DeFi every week to help you better navigate through the crypto world. If you have a specific question or feedback about our podcast, feel free to write us an email at hello at or visit us on Twitter, Telegram and Facebook. Until then, and all the best, happy staking, Yorado.